are listening to the Golden Voice Podcast, and I'm your host, Jarvis Smith. We're here for the fifth episode, and we're still doing it because of you. So I just want to show my gratitude and say thank you for listening. And if you're new to the Golden Voice Podcast, thank you for giving us a little bit of your time. And I hope you check out our previous episodes featuring Sleigh Bells, Cam Girl, Uffy, and Sizzy Rocket. Now, you already know I'm going to check in with you during the outro, but I want to jump into this week's special guest. Because today, thanks to the power of technology, we're going all the way to France for this one. You see, back in 2006, today's special guest jumped into the music world and shook it up with an awesome single called I Want to See You when it's translated from English to French, which has earned over 20 million views on YouTube at the time of this episode coming out. In addition, this guest's debut album Pop Up and the following projects to come would develop them into a global touring act, creating a fan base across the world. With that same fan base, this guest will go on to perform all around the world as well and made major waves at Coachella in 2008, 2011, and 2015 with her high energy and one-of-a-kind outfits and awesome dance moves. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's one of the most exciting dance pop bands to come out of France. Yell! And during the summer of this year, just as venues started to open up for shows, I had a chance to speak with the lead singer, Julie, about the artists that inspired her growing up, connecting with her super dope producer, Grand Marnay, in the earlier years of Yell, her reflections on their past and present albums, performing at Coachella, and much more. With that being said, let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Yell, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Thank you. And you, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. You know, things over here in California on the day of this recording, things have finally opened up after being yeah. locked down for so long. So we're able mm. to get around and kind of just, we can experience the sun, but now we can really experience the sun with some with some friends who are vaccinated, whatever, and, uh, <laughs> and, just, and just enjoy life a little bit and not feel yes. so cautious about getting next to people, you know? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Same yeah. for me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So is everything good over there in Paris? Everything's over there and good in France, or should I say? Yeah, it's getting better and better in France too. And uh, we had our first uh, show for for people uh, last Friday. So it's really cool to be back on stage and uh, and be back with uh, with people, you know, to connect again with uh, with them, even if it's still complicated, you know, because people are wearing masks and they don't have to move too much in the in the room. So it's it's kind of weird, but uh, but it was so emotional, you know, to. Um, to to start that again actually the life yeah man i can only imagine how that feels just after being gone away and just coming back as you said that 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 emotion you know we're here at going to we're getting ready to do our first show you know coming up uh in august and uh man you just i can only imagine just the the connection of seeing the crowd coming in the artists everything i just can't wait for it and uh, we're, we're going to get into it so much with you and your in your live performances as well but i always like to start my inter- interviews off with just people's childhood and just everyone's you know come up as i say so i'm just kind of curious to know from you growing up what was your childhood like because i did learn some interesting things just about you know your father being a musician you being heavy into like a french pop mainstream radio at the time so i'm just kind of curious what were some of the things you were experiencing as a kid growing up in france um actually i was living in the countryside you know in uh, in Brittany, in, in on the west coast of france so i was 
really surrounded by nature, by uh, water, and uh, and um, I had a really nice childhood actually because my parents were really um, free in the in their way of uh, giving us, you know, to me and my brothers uh, some education. So it was it was really. Um, I don't know. Easy to to experience things, and uh, and um, and they always told us that uh, we could do whatever we want, you know, whatever we wanted, and uh, even if uh, it was, uh, uh, I don't know, becoming a musician, for example, and uh, so so yeah, it was um, it was nice to f- to feel uh, yeah surrounded by. Uh, by good energies and um, and yeah, I, my father was a musician, so there were always music in the in the house, you know, and um, and I think it really it really helps me uh, to uh, to realize to discover what I really wanted to do, and uh, so yeah, it it was it was really nice childhood. Amazing, amazing. Do you know what instrument your your father was playing, or or, or or what have you? Yeah, he was playing mostly guitar and a little bit of piano. He, he was not. He, he learned by himself, and uh, so so yeah, he he never really pushed uh, pushed me or my brother um, uh, for you know learning an instrument. But we, I did it in a way. I did. I I. I I tried to um, to uh, to be a pianist for two, for two years, but it was not that that's not that easy. And uh, and I actually I, I I already preferred singing. So so yeah, it it, it was a uh, it was um, the beginning of something. But uh, I experiment a few bands before uh, working with Grand Marnier. Uh, really, I mean, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, you know what? Just hearing that story right there, just about you growing up in your household and, and just like just the energy of just like being able to explore and not having pressure to be one thing or be another thing. I think that always kind of gives, you know, when you're growing up, especially in those youth years, you know, just gives you time to kind of really experiment with things and kind of be open minded to things, which is very fitting when you think about the sound of like the music that you create now. It's mm. very open. Uh, you talked about it being genre genreless. So it's really cool to kind of see like maybe how your beginnings kind of play off into that one and just sticking yeah. to to music a little bit right now mm-hmm. what type of music were you listening to as a teenager as you were coming up what was, what was those type of songs that you remember artists that you remember experiencing as a kid um as i said there were always a lot of music in in the house but really different kind of music you know my parents were listening to rock band but also traditional music because there is a, a big uh, tradition of, of music here in Brittany, but uh, also jazz uh, classical and I don't know. It was really, um, really open, and uh, I could listen to lots of uh, really mainstream artists. You know, I was big fan of of Madonna or Red Hot Chili Peppers or band like that. I was a big, big fan of uh, of Blur and of uh, the Spice Girl too. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, I I think it. You know, I I was not. Mm, in a, in style of music, you know, I was really trying to 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 discover really different things, and uh, and I think yeah, it will probably really helps me uh, uh, still, you know, now to to be uh, open minded on different 
kind of music and I, I'm, I'm always really curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember listening to one of your interviews that you did and um, you talked about just all those different uh, music songs that you were listening to an artist, you know, um, including as well Madonna, right? Prince, Mm-mm. even Snoop Dogg. I'm kind of curious yeah. to know, what was that Snoop Dogg song you were, you were you, if you can recall? <laughs> what was that record? <laughs> Uh, I think what was that? Uh, I was, I think you know there there were like a um, a big radio station okay. in France yeah. when I was when I was a little girl called Energy. It's still like a big and huge radio here, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was recording. You know, um, I think it was. You know this one? I I can't remember the name, but Snoop Dogg. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. All and right. it was always playing uh, on on this radio, and uh, you know I was recording with my tape recorder. You know when I was listening, when I was when I was hearing the song coming. You know I was getting ready to to record it on the on the some some tapes, and uh, it's funny because um, my mother is is. Um, selling uh, the house you know the familial house so so it's kind of emotional because she is you know getting stuff out of the of the house and she uh, discovered uh, like a, a box of lots of different tapes and I haven't uh, you know listened to them now but I, I, I when I found them I, I realized oh that was you know the tape that I was uh, using to record the radio when I was I don't know fourteen or f- yeah sixteen I don't know so it's so it's cool I'm, I I can't wait to listen to that again and to to remember you know this precise moment of my life <laughs> yes amazing I love that yes big shout out to Snoop over over there you know Snoop, <laughs> we love him over here so that's really awesome to hear and that song that you're talking about is who am I what's my name who am I in, in yes. parentheses Snoop Dogg man that's so amazing so now just knowing about your your you know just your inspirations and in music some of the songs that you were listening to in your family history now you start creating music and I learned um and I believe it's early 2000 you know this is when you met your 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 collaborator, your longtime producer, your friend, you know, Grand Marnay, um, y'all start creating music together, right? And I'm just kind of curious to know, before you became Yell as official, like a group, you know, mm-hmm. what was like those earlier demos, like when it's just you and Grand Marnay just creating these songs together? Um, actually, he had um, different bands. Uh, and uh, I remember I was playing in a hardcore band and I recorded some uh, vocals for uh, for for that band, so it was like the the first uh, way we worked together, and he he also did some uh, remixes for some French artists. So and I did some uh, some voices too for uh, for for those remixes. And um, actually, when we started working together, the first track uh, you know we finished uh, it was Je veux te voir. So, so it, this is really the first uh, collaboration that we had, you know, working on a s- song from the beginning to uh, to the end together, uh, writing the the lyrics, etc. So, so it, je veux te voir is really the first, um, the re- yeah, the real first song we did together. Amazing, yeah, because you know I, that was literally my next question here. You know, it's just like you know, coming off those earlier demos and those just earlier collaborations, you know, you guys created that song. Um, I'm going to say the American translation of it. I want to <laughs> see you, you know, uh, and, um, and that was roughly 06, 07. Um, I, I feel like I feel like I heard it in 07 and, you know, it it blew up. 
But I'm kind of curious to know, like, did y'all have a feeling like when y'all were making a song like that, that it was going to blow up and just like take over MySpace, take over YouTube, especially in those earlier stages of YouTube and just kind of spread like wildfire through blogs <laughs> and everything like that? Did you have that feeling like, hmm, this song is special? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was um, something really weird because actually we we just wanted to uh, to uh, to put it on MySpace to uh, have our friends the chance to listen to it. You know, it was just the way of spreading it, but a little bit, but just for our friends. And um, and I don't know how, I don't know where it started, but at some point. Um, someone was listening to it and rip it from the MySpace and play play that song in a, in a DJ set and uh, and the song started to to um, to be known you know just like that because because it was played in a, in a, in parties actually and um, so it's it's a really uh, cool story because um, it, it you know we we had the of course the the goal of having a, a band together and doing some stuff, but we were, okay, maybe um, in one or two years we will have a few songs and maybe we could have the chance to play in the bar, in the local local towns, you know, something like that. But we, we didn't, we didn't imagine, you know, it could, it could be huge in a few weeks because actually after two weeks we had it's it's uh, it's not now but we had two thousand uh, views on the um, on the on the on the song and we received a, a message from um, from uh, a label in paris uh, and they wanted to to meet us and to discuss the future of the song and uh, and etc so it, it was really crazy for for us because it, it happened really quickly but um but yeah, we didn't, we, you know, we had no idea about the, about what we were doing. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so crazy. Because, you know, I feel like for me coming in that MySpace era, I remember I was listening to a certain group of artists at the time. I was just getting into yeah. Daft Punk because I know Kanye West has sampled Daft Punk. So I was just getting into Daft Punk at that time in like 07. But then also I was mm. getting into Justice and then even yeah. Uffy, right? So these are the yeah, artists I was totally. listening to. So then I just feel like through like, just like, I don't know how to describe it, like just through a little doorways to different genres of music and different artists i came across this song as well through myspace and everything and mm. that's how i encountered it so i was like oh this is really cool i love the energy and just i think <laughs> just like just just you know this is before i even got to see like the, the music video just the energy of the song and even though i didn't know what the lyrics are saying i just like the way that it sounded and just you know the way you the way that the music was feeling yeah so when i saw the cover nice going to uh, your your official album pop-up, right? And I see yeah. the cover pop-up. And I believe that's you just jumping with your hands and arms and legs just extended yeah. everywhere type of thing. And it's like, okay, <laughs> this matches the song that I remember hearing. And, and you know, sticking to pop-up right now, I'm just kind of curious to know, when you guys were creating that breakout debut album pop-up as Yell now officially, you know, what was the recording and songwriting process like creating that album? Um, Actually, it was... It was um a totally new thing for us because uh, we were working actually we had jobs so we were doing our day at uh, at work and uh, and we were coming home uh, at night and starting a, a new day you know in the studio with Grand Marnier uh, working on different different demos and um, and uh, actually it was um, we were really in, in that you know energy that you 
I mean, I was uh, I was in in a job that I that, that I liked, but um, but not him really. And uh, you know, it was like a, a moment of explosion when when we were coming back home and coming back to the studio and uh, and spending the night on on different songs and beats etc. Because because yeah, we we felt more free, you know, doing doing that doing that because that you know it. The, uh, being a musician, having a band, it did. It, it was the, the 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 thing that we really wanted to do. So so it was good to um, to be in that kind of rush, you know, and kind of mood. And um, so I can't remember really how long it takes uh, for us to uh, to work on this first record. But uh, I remember um, we rented a house. And uh, we we recreate we recreate a studio in that uh, in that uh, house to uh, to record the the, the album, and um, I think we stayed for probably two weeks in that uh, in that house, you know, just to to work on the on the on the, the music on the on the recording, and it was I remember, of, you know. Um, a feeling of uh, of um, happiness. I don't know happiness and and um, I don't know how to express that. It was it's a, it was a big moment of joy and of uh, you know we were discovering something and uh, we were surrounded by friends you know musicians or technicians and uh, it was really helpful you know to uh, to. Uh, yeah, to 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 have this uh, this crew around us to uh, to help us build uh, build this first record and uh, yeah I I can't remember but I think it was kind of quick you know the the process of uh, of of yeah of uh, writing those songs and now when you think about you know everything that you've done from just your sound and your your songwriting just the production of your albums right you do pop up in the beginning then you follow up with Safari uh, Disco uh, Club and then you do uh, I'll say the American translation of yeah. this. Uh, completely crazy right um yes. as your as your third album then your fourth album which you're on right now the age of aquarius you know what do you want your fans to take away from the group you know uh, evolution as an as an artist because each one visually looks different sonically sounds different and just something about it that will bring you back to a time um so so what do you want people to understand about your evolution as an artist when you think about all four of those projects um i think it's really important for us you know each time we are working on the on the record um it's the temporality you know it's really important for us to be in the moment um i think we learned that through the years but but um we are not really big fan of in temporal music you know i mean it's it's cool, you know, to sound like uh, um, the the moment that you are creating the music. You know, for example, uh, I'm, I'm I know that "Completely Fou" is a is a is a completely crazy is is an album from uh, 2014. It sounds like that because we were using some some. Um, synthesizer or or i don't know um instrument from from this moment plugs i don't know plug in uh, it's 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 cool to uh, to um to um yeah to to have uh, a picture you know of uh, of the time and to say okay it was an album from this period and uh, and it's also probably really linked to um the way we are uh, expressing through music the way uh, we live you know in uh, 
in 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 a way because um, you know for example pop up as I said it was really it was really free you know it was a first record it was um, kind of uh, not a mess but I'm I mean I mean in a way you know uh, that we were not thinking about. Uh, a career or whatever you know we wanted to do something and, and we did it and after um safari disco club is the second second album so you are coming back you want to improve something you want to express something and um and it was a, a different way to to work too because we were now uh officially musician you know it was our job so so we we had a certain uh, um uh, yeah, certain way of doing it. Maybe, maybe it was, you know, easier to pr project yourself, you know, in the, in this uh, in this record, and uh, and then to comp completely crazy, um, we we went to Los Angeles to work with Dr. Luke, and it was a totally new experience for us because we, you know, for the previous records we were just working at home in our home studio with friends and and that's it and uh, for completely crazy it was the first time we 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 experienced uh, uh, the doing music with uh, other people other musicians other producer so it was it was totally new experience for us and uh, and i think we we put a lot of um of um how can I say that? A lot of um, um, curiosity, you know, in in uh, in in that uh, in that record too. And uh, for our latest album, I think we we grow up to, and we probably have um, a different vision, you know, of the world. We probably are a little bit more adult, you know, in a way. And uh, and um, I think we probably experience some more delicate thing you know death from people people that we like and uh, and um, we are not uh, that um, optimist about the future of the world because i'm a big optimist you know but uh, the last few years i'm i'm uh, it, it changed it changed a little bit so so yeah it's it's probably a, a more uh, not dark but but grayer uh grayer album and uh and uh but but i think it's cool you know also to to explore this part of us that we never really explore i mean probably in one or two songs like that but but it's probably the first time we we are going deep in our soul in our heart and uh and it's probably the more intimate uh album we did you know so so it's it's great to um to have the chance to be you know to be as honest as you can to the people to the fan and uh, and um, and yeah to ex experiment different things like that in uh, in in life and to yeah to 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 express that uh, those feelings in uh, in music in in a record actually what is that record for you personally uh julie uh, when you think about you know your your latest album the age of aquarius what is that what is that song that really stands out to you and maybe why probably say a million a million is the last song of uh, of the record and i think um it's it's really um 
it really explore this you know deepest part that i've never showed to people you know people think i'm uh, like the happiest person the you know always uh, cheering up uh, you know everybody and uh, and uh, actually it, it it's it's really hard sometimes when you are uh, the, the you know when you are consider like that to uh, to how can I say that to to give to give yourself uh, uh, the permission you know to to be sad and to show some um, some yeah da your your dark side actually and I think I probably express that uh, in that song that I have some really big and deep fear and uh, and at some point in my life it has probably um, um, you know, stuck me in something. You know, I I couldn't really uh, express myself, or I couldn't. Um, I don't know. I was stuck in something that I I couldn't really uh, understand actually. And uh, and this song really helped me. You know, to uh, to to explore that and to give me the right. Uh, you know, the permission to uh, to just to to have this melancholic and this uh, this um, not not that happy part and uh, and uh, I I feel um, happy you know today to have to have uh, yeah the chance to to sing a song like that and to 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 connect with people in a different way not through dance or or, or fun or craziness I don't know so. So yeah, it's 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 a really important song for me. Oh man, okay, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's again, it's a very personable and just personal, you know, yeah. um, album. I can just you know just just tell and just you know listening to the to the songs and then reading over the lyrics and just and just listening to a lot of the um, you know stuff that y'all were doing as far as you know interviews and stuff like that. Just re referring to the record uh, prior prior to its release and when it released, you know, just thinking about where y'all were going and like yeah, this is something new to to for to to the group and and for for fans listening to this more you know grayer side of the band. So for you to talk about that just on that record and on that song in particular it's truly truly phenomenal and, and i'm kind of curious now and i, and I want to transition to just your live performances in mm -hmm. relation to this song i mean to this album you know age of aquarius and just going back to performing live in general there's a whole new look and i've been seeing some pictures i even saw like a uh, concert film that y'all did on youtube as well um about based around the the the, the theme of this new album right so i'm just kind of curious to know coming off the pandemic you're going back on tour this fall what can fans expect from Yell with this new album and everything else that y'all been working on during this 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 downtime from uh, the pandemic. Um, they can expect something still. Uh, I mean, dancey and and fun because you know it's probably in our DNA. So it's totally impossible for us uh, to not make people dance and uh, and have fun at some point. But we really want also wanted to create something. Um, a little bit more not dramatic but you know um uh, like uh, um, i don't know if it's correct if i say uh, uh, like in in in, in um, a, a theater you know like a um, a, a piece you know i i, I don't know uh, um, i don't know if it's a good word but uh, but um yeah we an act yeah an act yes so so it's it's like a 
it's like picture, you know, we worked a lot on the lights and uh, to create some some different uh, different pictures and different uh, um, yeah um, moments. You know, sometimes it's it's really about uh, about fun and about dance and and connection with people and and um, and sometimes it's more yeah more intimate and uh, with lots of uh, of um, just white actually white uh, white lights you know and there is not that much colors in the in this new uh, new life but uh, but but I'm I'm happy to uh, as I said uh, you know on the on the on this record to experiment something different and on stage a little bit too even if we are still three you know with uh, Cormarnier and our uh, other drummer Frank so it's uh, so it's it's still it's still, you know, we still, um, you know, exchange with people. We still um, have some little choreos, you know, all together, and we still want to uh, to connect with them. But uh, but yes, there is some some little moment um, where we want to uh, to create something a little bit different, a different like a painting or something, you know, something. Yeah, something different. Oh man, this sounds amazing. Uh, can can fans still expect to move their hips when you get to Basson? Is that still- yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta say, I, when I saw you perform that at the TED Talk that y'all did, and you had yeah. all those very smart people, <laughs> whatever, moving their hips <laughs> and their suits and stuff, I said, okay, yes, this is this is what this is what yells about. So I'm love hearing what y'all got coming from the live setup. I hope y'all get some U.S. dates in there too, you know. But man, I love hearing about this new tour that's coming up for sure, for sure. And you know, sticking <laughs> sticking to just you performing, I have to talk about the legendary Coachella performance that y'all have had, uh, 2008, 2011, 2015. Oh my goodness, I was there in person to see you in 2015. Um, I was like side stage, like right on the stage, side stage, watching you from far and just feeling that energy up close. And I just remember watching, you know, the 2011 uh, Coachella performance, you know, uh, through the live stream, you know, and everything like that. In 2008, I kind of have to live through the uh, YouTube clippings. But man, everything about those Coachella performances are iconic. In my opinion, they're up there with all the other legendary performances we've done at Coachella. So now just from your perspective, going into a performance like that, I know you mentioned that you know that that it, you had some I think in a prior interview you mentioned that there were some nerves playing Coachella you know since since you guys were singing and performing and, and French and everything like that and would it translate you know with with, with the audience but then you yeah. know you saw some positive results as far as just the people responding to you but then also when you guys after you did Coachella's you guys would perform other places and that would help the popularity of the band now that's yeah. what I know but I want to know from again from your perspective you know what were y'all feeling at these for these performances you know what's going through your mind performing at Coachella it's it's really weird because you know the the place is crazy and it's such a such pressure you know to uh, to play there because uh, you don't have a lot of time you know to uh, to to get ready and to so if there is like um a little technical problem it's it's really stressful so so it's uh, it's really it's really 
you know cool when when everything's going well and uh, and um, and also it's it's crazy but playing when it's really hot it's it's kind of uh, something you know because your your body is sweating a lot so so it's 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 uh, it's a real experience but um, the crowd there is really intense and uh, you know when you are playing in a tent and you can see um, people it's like an, a notion you know of faces and it's it's uh, it's insane actually it really um put you in 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 a trance i think you know i i, I really feel you know when i'm going on stage i'm i'm in a state that i don't know how to explain you know it's uh, it's um it's really about you know trends you know and i don't take drugs but being on stage is really a drug because it uh, it feeds you you know it 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 uh, it i don't know it pours something uh, full of love and full of uh, happiness so uh, at some point, nothing can happen, you know, and uh, so it's a it's a really crazy moment. And each time we had, you know, playing at Coachella, we had good slots. You know, most of the time we were playing at seven. You know, at the end of the day, the sun uh, is coming down, so it's it's getting a little bit colder, and uh, and it's um, I don't know, I I I can't really explain express the feeling but it it's even if it's really stressful at some point it it totally changed into an experience and uh, and um, and each time it was it was it was great you know it was it was so 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 good so good amazing yeah you know you can't see my face here and, and for our listeners, <laughs> you can't see my face because we're recording this audio only but i'm smiling just hearing her talking about this right now because man it's it's so iconic i just remember the live stream watching it in 2011 i think y'all were y'all were about to wrap up the end of your set and i think the stage hand or someone came over and said you guys got enough time for one more song and then you got it back on the mic You're like oh we got one more song and then just like, the way that you said it you were very like yes let's do it again so like oh my goodness no yeah this is this is iconic stuff i'm telling you you're up there if there was a there's like a hall of fame of performances for for Coachella. Definitely, yell it has to be in that in that category in that conversation. Absolutely, because those performances were truly amazing. And I guess you know, sticking to your performances, one like question about that is just you know the the the, the attire, right? The, the the dressing up for that and everything like that. You talked about how important it is for you to get on stage i think in one interview you mentioned where you wouldn't even necessarily get on stage if you couldn't have like in some type of or not necessarily get on stage but like you would always make sure that you had some type of attire because it just wouldn't feel right if you didn't have like some type of costume or something mm -hmm. to kind of get on stage because it just would give you uh it would create like another persona for you and maybe that's the way to put it so so just from your perspective like what goes behind you coming up with these different designs and outfits and costumes that you're coming up with for each different uh performance or tour that you're going on yeah it's really it's really important to be you know dressed for uh for the stage for the life because uh, uh, it really helps me to um to be uh yell totally because i can be a not a totally different person in my private life but kind of because i'm i can be really shy I can be uh, really quiet, and uh, and uh, when I'm, you know, I put my, you know, my costume on, uh, I I can express myself as a singer, you know, as yell uh, totally, and uh, so it's really, you know, each each time for each tour, we are uh, 
uh, trying to create something different. Uh, sometimes it's totally connected to uh, the cover of the of the record. For example, uh, we did that for Safari Disco Club. You know, we had some uh, some special costume. Uh, made by um, our our friend friend from uh, Belgium called Jean Paul Espagna is a designer and he created something really special for uh, for us and um, and yeah it's really nice to um, you know to to think about the whole picture you know when you when you see the live show you know there is the lights there is uh, the instrument the guys and uh, and we are all. Um, dressed up and and there is a connection between between them to, between us too you know and um, and uh, and yeah for this new uh, new records we we really thought about um, you know something evolutive because I really like that you know even if I can't change you know I, because sometimes I had I had you know the change the chance sorry to uh, to change myself during the show and I really like that <laughs> and uh, and this time I ask uh, our um, our stylist the guy we are working with uh, his name is uh, Pierre Alexis Hermé and uh, he did uh, all the style on the new. Uh, you know the new uh, the new record the new album the age uh, of aquarius and i asked him can you do something um functional but um kind of um how can i say that um uh, cinematographic i i don't know if it's if it's a good description but uh, it's a real um, outfit, you know, for 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 I don't know. Um, I think for a movie, you know, and it 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 can actually um, change, you know. It's an evolutive costume. I I can take off some stuff. I, I I'm not gonna gonna say everything, but uh, but uh, there is some little pieces, you know, and I can play with that, and uh, and I really like that, you know, because I'm uh, it's it's really. Um, uh, going into the um, the live into the songs and discover different pieces of of me you know of um, my mind and of uh, of uh, the, the song we created in the past too and uh, and it's also um it's also uh, the same uh, the same mood you know in the in the in the the costume because i'm taking off some stuff and i'm showing more and more part of my uh, of myself of my body too and uh, and the fact that uh, that uh, i'm not naked at the end don't worry but <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, i sh i show more of myself at the end so so i like the um, this um this is yeah the, the the fact that you can play you know with your costume too you know showing of showing showing some some stuff more and more and during the the during the show and uh, yeah it's it's a uh, it's an idea that i'd like and uh, and so we try to uh, to work on that amazing amazing yeah this is uh, so phenomenal just to hear that and, and now coming up on my final question here you know beyond touring what else can you know you know fans expect from yell in 2021 2022 anything like projects uh singles uh new album in development what do y'all have coming up uh, in the next year or so it's it's uh complicated for now because you know we 
normally uh, you know work on uh, on a record um then the record is out and we go on tour and uh, and we tour for one or one year and a half two years sometimes and then we go back home and we go back to work and etc so with the pandemic it's totally different because we had our album out in the you know the last september so we released uh, five music videos for now and we really want to to add more so we are working on that working on uh, new music videos probably for um, the end of the summer and um, and also because we had time you know of course with the lockdown and everything um, we started working on new stuff but I don't know yet if uh, you know how we're gonna release that if it's gonna be singles if we're gonna have um a new version of uh, the record too you know we, sometimes we think well it's cool to to add some uh, some stuff and to uh, and and do a re uh, um yeah re, re a new version of the, yeah, of like the record yeah, yeah. re-release yeah sorry yeah. i was i was searching for the word yeah, yeah. and um but 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 yeah so we just um started to to work on 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 new stuff so i don't know if it's gonna be ready for fall or if we're gonna have to wait uh, uh, until 2022 so um, yeah it's uh, but things are 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 going well you know because we 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 are going back to the studio and um and yeah i, I hope we're gonna have new stuff soon because because you know the album yeah is is out since september and it's funny because yeah it, it the 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 way you are we have you know uh, living this time this moment this year is so weird that we we you know we always uh, say with uh, with Gormani, okay whatever can you know can happen now we are we we have some um, we have we have the, the the this capacity of doing things even if you know everything is broken everything is you know even if the world is 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 stop stop to work stop to 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 go we we have the um we know how to do things and because we we you know we have we have our uh, own label so we are the you know the master we have the we have the 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 last words on everything so it's it's a lot of works but it's also uh, we feel really free you know about that about uh, being our own label we we have the capacity of uh, of doing things from the beginning to the end and it's really interesting you know this uh, this process too whatever y'all decide to do you know whether it be a series of remixes or a whole new re-release <laughs> and whatever i'm i'm there for it i'm listening to it i'm checking it out oh my goodness and, and i definitely got to see yell again live man this is so phenomenal oh, yes. I can go on and on, Julie, talking to you, but I know you're a busy woman. I'm pretty sure it's pretty late over there in, in your time zone. So I'm going to let you definitely get your get, get back to what you were doing. But I just want to say thank you so much. We really love you over here at Golden Voice and appreciate everything you've been doing with your career. You and the bandmates, big shout out to them as well. Um, you know, and I just, again, I, I can't wait to see what you do next. And, uh, you know, definitely best of luck in everything that you do, yo. Truly mean it. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Really, you are. It was a really nice moment talking with you. And uh, and yes, I can't wait to come back to US. I'm, I hope it's going to be soon. Uh, we are working on it. And um, and yes, we will have uh, probably news uh, soon. I hope. <laughs> yes. And there you have it. It was such an honor to speak to Julie of Yale. That interview was awesome. One of my favorite parts was just hearing her talk about some of her early childhood memories of, of music and just singing a little bit of Snoop Dogg. You know, that was, that was really dope. But also just hearing about what goes through her mind when she's getting ready to perform at Coachella. It's really cool to hear from her perspective, you know, what the band is feeling, what she's feeling. And then also even how her outfits, her costumes play a major role in her persona and giving her that, you know, that, that, that energy to kind of tap into this performance that she puts on and becomes this, as she says, yell totally, you know, just really put on that amazing show. So it's truly awesome and phenomenal to hear from Yell. And of course, if you want to tap in with Yell on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even YouTube, the best place to go is yell.fr. That's yell.fr. That is the official website for the group Yell. I'm going to leave a link to it right here in the show notes. You can check out Yell's latest album, The Age of Aquarius on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to music at. And definitely, I would love to know as well, what is your favorite Yell song? My favorite one is Basan. I just love the energy of that record and just the way it sounds. But I want to know from you, what is that favorite Yell song? So in your five-star review of this podcast, I would love for you to share as well in a comment, what is your favorite Yell song? And if your favorite podcast platform doesn't have a comment system or a rating system, go ahead and hit us up at Golden Voice on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, because we would love to know what is your favorite Yell song. And I just can't say it enough. Thank you so much, Yell, for just giving us a little bit of your time and coming to the Golden Voice podcast and sharing your insight and your experiences and just your journey in music. I love hearing it and just everything that you share was truly awesome and very insightful. So again, I can't thank you enough for that time. Now, as I was saying, I'm going to check in with you before we wrap up the podcast. And here we are. And at the time of this episode being published, I am currently packing my bags on the way to Vegas for Day in Vegas. That's right. Day in Vegas is happening 2021 from November 12th to the 14th. We got a crazy, amazing lineup for that one. And if you want to go out to Vegas and have a chance to have an awesome time, there are still passes available at the time of this episode coming out. But I can't predict the future of awesomeness, as I like to say. So go ahead and go to dayinvegas2021.com. That is dayinvegas2021.com to go ahead and purchase passes because that one is going to be a truly awesome one that if you can make it out there you don't want to miss okay and of course as i said before you can check out golden voice on facebook instagram and twitter it's just simply at golden voice or you can check in with us on goldenvoice.com. Once again, that's goldenvoice.com to learn about all of our latest shows that are happening this month of November, next month in December, and going into 2022 as well. And of course, you can listen to the Golden Voice podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. And if you don't mind, 
please on that favorite podcast platform of yours. If it has a comment or a rating system, go ahead and leave a five star rating. Go ahead and leave a nice comment on that respective podcast platform of yours because we would love to know how you're feeling about this podcast. Most definitely. And of course, it goes without saying a major big shout out to our podcast team. That's our executive producers, Amanda Aria. That's our marketing team, Lindsay, Kristen, Moppy, and Maddie. That is our artwork and creative coming from Saish and Trevor. That's our press team, Shay and Taji holding it down. And of course, you, we would not be here on our fifth episode if it wasn't for you. So I say it a lot and I mean it a lot too. Thank you so much for checking us out. On next week's episode, next Wednesday, we're going to have the amazing trailblazer himself, Jameson, coming to the podcast. I am so stoked for that one. Jameson has that brand new album that's amazing. So I cannot wait to share that conversation with you. But until then, if you don't know by now, I am your host, Jarvis Smith, and I'm out.